Record, we were talking about the internet, but I want to tell you about something that happened on the internet that I was like really proud of. Okay. Um, short, but kind of cool. So I have this new job, you know, I'm working um, for this television show. I'm an office production assistant, but basically uh, one of the things I have to do, I've been doing is tracking down um, releases. So the show takes place in New Orleans um, and there's like a lot of public art. Okay. And anytime that public art shows up on camera, uh, we need a release from the artist or from whoever owns that public art, um, which is super difficult to do because like public art is sometimes just like a mural or like even graffiti. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you find it? Especially I've never been to New Orleans. I have no idea where these things are. Right. So I went on Reddit. Good. And I posted screenshots of all of the different things that I was looking for, and within forty five minutes, the internet had found every single mural the exact location, and sometimes even contact information for the artists themselves. Damn! 45 minutes, I found everything I was looking for. Okay, Reddit. It was fun. Yeah, that's sweet. So is that going to be your new go-to now whenever you have to... I mean, I don't think I don't think whenever, but like it was a really useful and quick way to like... And then afterwards, it's been a, a tough time like tracking down those people, but like... It was a quick way to get a bunch of information um, from, like, quote-unquote experts, right? Because, like, I've never been to New Orleans. I go to the New Orleans Reddit page, and they've all been to New Orleans. Um, and some of it was, like, I posted a picture of, like, a random graffiti thing. And someone was like, oh, yeah, that's right by my house. They knew exactly where it was. That's insane. Yeah, And also, like, very cool. Because, like, you're able to get feedback very quickly. And not only that, it was, it, like, it was one of those moments where the internet kind of felt like a community. Like, I don't want to go back to lo and behold too much, but like... No, you know, nor like do that I, was, Jason. That, but like, that's that's like how, what it used to be, right? That's what it was supposed to be. It was like the internet was going to be this little... Community. community. of people. And like, it, it kind of felt like that, where it was like I had tapped into this community of connected people, you know, by virtue of the fact they're from New Orleans, and they all, they all helped me out, and it was fun. Um, I give you a lot of credit for actually saying New Orleans instead of me, who... And I will always say it, Nolens, and like oh. <laughs> even in even in conversation, because like I hate trying to say it right, because I always feel like I'm gonna mess it up. So I, I totally to overcompensate, and I'm just it's... like, I'll have a totally candid, normal conversation about like food, and then I'll be like, yeah, but you know, down in Nolens. <laughs> Is it, it's New Orleans or New Orleans? It's not New Orleans. I don't, I don't know. And I have a friend that is in med school down there. And again, I always am just like, so like, Nolens, right? That's so funny. You know what's crazy? So like, it's just generally accepted, I guess, that like people in NOLA, um, they don't, they don't answer the phone ever. They're all just like super laid back, I guess. But like, so I like have been trying to track down people and calling and calling and calling. I called the Arts Council, right? It's like a real organization. I called them, I kid you not, seven times before the receptionist picked up the yes. phone. Yes! Because they just like, they're just like, whatever. It's, you know, just... That sounds... C'est la vie. Well, you know that you can take beer to go there. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I've no. Been. Oh, you have? I've not. I want to. I mean, to. it was a while ago, but yeah. Um, no, I want to. I want to get on a bike and 
grab a beer and then just go see uh, wherever they filled like American Horror Story and stuff. Well, and like from my driving around on Google Maps, like sure. super, it's super pretty. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of really cool public art that I can direct you to with specific uh, locations, thanks to Reddit. That would be that would be lovely. I'll I'll call you when I'm there. Let you take let me take you through. You'll call, but I won't answer after until you've called seven times. Oh, that was cool. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, that's a good enough segue. Yeah, I think anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work on my I'm trying to work on my crutch words, and I'm not off to a good start. Do you feel like in the what is this? What week is this? This is week like sixteen almost. I stopped counting because we stopped labeling them by the episode number. So I don't what are you know. About? Oh, in the files. Yeah, so I have no. Yeah, idea. but like the pictures. I think we're like at week sixteen. I feel like we we hit a good peak at around like eight or nine, and then like yeah. slowly, slowly, you and I have just we gotta get we gotta tighten up. Because because last week you announced your segue. Right, and this week <laughs> the segue was, was five second pause followed by anyway. So anyway. That's, well, what I'd like to go back to and then segue into was Jason talking about having a small, tight-knit community and how safe and wonderful that could feel. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's do it. Let's do it organically, all right? Okay. Um, one of, I mean, it was, just so, it, was, it was such a great feeling to be in a t- on Reddit in a tight-knit community. It felt safe and secure, uh, and I thought that was fun. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, it's a cool feeling. People move places to have that. So now we're going to talk about our documentary. <laughs> God, no, there's no saving this. I'm just going to crash and burn. Um, hey, if you are if you are angry about our use of segues, please feel free to write in. It's uh, postdocpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll take all complaints there. Uh, yeah. Postdocpodcast at gmail.com. And, okay, uh, so we watched a documentary. <laughs> yeah, so this week we watched uh, Welcome to Leith, which uh, Jason and I both watched maybe about a year and a half ago. Uh, I'd say that, yeah. Yeah, decided decided it was good and relevant and we wanted to bring it back. So basically, uh, Welcome to Leith is about this little town in North Dakota. It's called Leith. And, uh, L-E-I-T-H, in case you're looking for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically this town, I think the mayor said, with the children included, it was uh, 24 people, three That's square right. miles, um, and essentially a racist and member of the National Socialist Movement moves in, starts acquiring land, and uh, begins to take over this small town small sleepy town of 24 so right it's almost yeah no i mean you, you nailed it Messages. for those of you who uh who aren't uh maybe up on your your acronyms national socialist movement uh is the nazi party um and uh i feel like it's kind of g- given him a pass to call him a racist because he's uh he's well beyond racist he's um he's just insane uh, his name is craig cobb yes uh and he's he calls himself at one point uh, in the documentary the world's most famous racist or something like that. Yeah, he screams um, it at a guy. Yeah, while he's holding a gun, which is a whole... We'll probably get into that. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's not like your... He's not like when your grandma says something uncomfortable at the Thanksgiving table and everyone's like, Gram- oh, grandma. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's not... That's... No one's... 
Ugh. <laughs> There's nothing cute about Craig Cobb. Can we talk no. about the fact that, that Craig Cobb looks like a Batman villain? He really does. He's totally got, like, that hooked nose. Like, a classic hooked nose. I'm like a cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His eyes are very alert and open. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's... blue. Maybe not. Yeah. But very, probably. I mean, very every open. evil person. And he's supposed, he's so, so Aryan. They like blue hair. Yeah. I mean, blue eyes. <laughs> his his hair, is, this is why I was thinking about it. Right, his right. hair kind of, like, sticks out. Like, um... um like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. He's got a very Rick from Rick and Morty look to him. I concur. Um, uh, and he wears these kind of like bright colored suit things. Um, but he, even like his walk is very like. He's an event. He, he also, at, when he starts taking over the town, he's walking around with a cane and has very, like, his his boots were, like, kind of pointy-toed boots, and it was very odd. He had, like, skinny jeans, a big coat, and a cane. Kind of like, yeah. like a weird pimp. <laughs> weird pimp. He's got a very weird pimp. He's got a weird, me, weird pimp. Can I ask you something? Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Like, this is, this is, like, honesty corner, okay? Like, oh, honesty hour today. Okay. Um, so, so, okay, so his plan was to, so it was 24 people, so his plan was to buy up all these parcels, invite all of his Nazi friends and they'd have the majority of the town and then have like actual legal control over this town and then like maybe, you know, you know, have like a little Nazi society. For me, there was like some of me that was almost like impressed and like excited about that. Not like, you know, not that I wanted him to succeed, but it was like an impressive and like kind of fun idea. Did you feel that at all? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I I do know what you mean, but I think I looked at it straight up as like a bullying tactic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like compared to these people who like maybe have grown up there or like by circumstance have landed there, like this guy actually has enough money to like be there and like acquire all of it. And to me, that just right. felt so like helpless for the town. So yeah. I feel like I guess I was thinking I was thinking like what if what if you, you know there was a um, there were furries they're harmless right sure and the furries were like we want to have like our own town where we can like vote for furry mayor and that furry senator who like can actually go to the state government and be a furry person so they found a little town and they all just like got together I don't know I think it's like it's like an interesting concept that you could do that somewhere but it's like. It, it's just like us taking over land initially, though. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is that imperialism is exciting. Yeah. No, well, I I don't know. This seems like a more, like, processed way of doing it, though. Like, everything yeah. they did was, was legal and totally mm-hmm. technically fine. And it's interesting because this group actually, as you may be aware i'm obsessed with scientology um and in a scientology documentary i was i was watching they they were talking about their scare tactics and they were like they do the edge they're right on the edge of what's legal and what's moral so it's Mm -hmm. just legal but it's Mm. super fucked up and that's what i thought about the whole time with these people it's like Cobb was smart he's not a dumb person i would say but like Everything he did was was barely legal, 
And that's why well, they were able to do so much. It's like there's there, there's like the kind of, I guess, climax, I don't know if you'd call it that, where uh, Cobb and his minion uh, named, like, Kynan? 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 Dutton was the last name, if we just want to stick with yeah. that. That's good. All I know is that he's uh, he's her sexy lover or something like that. Yeah, he is. Um, she was enticed. Um, yeah, she's a whole thing. Uh-huh. But so they um, they go they do a, a like an open carry walk. Um, yeah. Which is a thing which I've watched so many of on YouTube that it was like like just like another another YouTube thing. It's a thing people really do. Um, I am. But it says you're an, uh, no, you're an open carry virgin. Yeah. So like. The whole idea, right, is it, but it's what you're talking about. It's like on the, it's it's legal, um, but like, it's on the edge, and like it, the point is to like be scary, and the point right. is to be intimidating, but it's totally legal to do. Um, but that's the thing. If you search "open carry walk" on YouTube, there's hundreds of videos of white guys in the South, uh, predominantly, and probably also in like North Dakota. Who right. walk around with these big guns and then wait until the cops come over and it's like, hey, like, what are you doing? And the whole point is like, hey, like, don't you don't infringe on my rights. Like, my, I have the right to walk around and scare people with this huge gun. Right. Um, it's like just because you have the right doesn't mean you have to do it. You know. So then let me um, ask this. Then, what was the thing then? If that's totally legal to do that, what mm-hmm. what got them arrested? Like, what right. was the so, line? So, I I mean I guess it was a technicality, right? But so they were they end up being charged. Um, Cobb and uh, the sexy lover get charged with um, terrorism acts of um, acts of like terrorist threats or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was terrorizing, not yes. terrorism. Yes, 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 yes. Terrorizing. It was. It's it, like basically I think the way I understood it, like the felony version of harassment, like harassment to an extreme where. What I think the part that was illegal was not the carrying the gun, but it was the carrying the gun and like shouting and provoking um, so many the, people. So many people, and the idea was that they were fearful for their lives um, because of that. You know what I wanted to say? Tell me, say it. Not to not to jump ship too much, but um, this is the second time I'm watching it. It's second time you're watching it, yeah. maybe. Um, first time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it the second time, too. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was scary and, and uh, kind of very truthful and very raw, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I didn't think much of it, much more of it other than, like, it was great and cool and moved on. This time I was watching it, I realized that at no point in this documentary do they, like specify who the good guys are and who the bad guys are um and me i watched it and i and and i assume you and and you watched it too and immediately align ourselves with the with the town of leith yeah and and say that the white supremacists and the nazis are the bad people because they're nazis okay but if you've been on twitter at all lately right there's like a lot of people who are willing to be open-minded about racism um and without specifying who the bad guys are if you go into this movie as a white supremacist or as a nazi you could watch this entire movie and root for craig cobb the entire time that is super true 
I, I did not think about that because, of course, yeah, I was I was watching it from the town's perspective. I'm like, right. Oh, you guys are just trying to like, you know, have well, dinner it, together and like NBD. But so so the the part that jumped out at me is one of them goes, I think it was uh, Sexy Lover again goes, um, you know, we're just a white pride group. You know, and you can have black pride groups and you can have Hispanic pride groups. What makes us different? And that's a that's a line of reasoning I hear all the time. Yeah. Um, and part of me wishes that the documentary had responded to that right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, there, you can have black pride groups and you can't have white pride groups. And this is why. And explained it. Um, just to, just to, so that the viewer couldn't have that ambiguity. But also part of me thinks, like... Well, no, like, just be a smart viewer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It got me. It it, it got me all razzled. Like, what what should the documentary have done with that? Yeah. Well, I think though the thing is, is that they probably needed to remain impartial. Like, think about how much footage they got from Cobb and from Dutton and his wife and stuff. Like. They right. had their home video versions of the same stuff the town was filming. So it's like they really did get both sides. Like, I think if they had the mentality that they were going to, like, show this group in a negative light, like, they wouldn't have gotten those sit-down interviews. They wouldn't have gotten access to Cobb like they did. Like, at mm-hmm. the end, they knew where he was. The yeah, town did not know no where he was. Did. But the documentary makers, like, knew where he was. So... I don't know. I would. I would hope that they were on the side of the town. I'm. Sh- I no, think I'm they not. Were. I'm. But I'm not accusing them of not being. Yeah, but I'm sure they had to remain somewhat impartial and like That's hold an their tongue at, at ignorant shit because otherwise you're gonna get these people on the defensive and just spewing mm-hmm. shit at you. And like at least guess, we kind of got to see them try and explain like what they I mean, think. I guess what I was thinking was, so you had the Southern Poverty Law Center. They were like the expert voice of reason. And then you had uh, Metzger, maybe was his name, the head of the Nazi party, who was like the expert voice of hate. Um, And I almost wished, I I thought that they could have maybe used an expert voice to explain some of those maybe quote unquote gray areas. Sure. Um, but also, but I don't know, like, does every documentary have to, you know, lay it all, like, you know, spell it out for you? Like, or should we just assume, like, yeah, you're the, you're a, you are an intelligent viewer and you know that the Nazis are the bad guys. I mean. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I, I guess you would hope that you were showing an, an educated viewer or even someone with, like, empathy, but, mm-hmm. um, no, I, I honestly had not even thought about that at all going into it like I definitely watched it skewed obviously like I knew from the start which side I was on right um but yeah which is fine like I'm not saying that I don't think either of us watched it the wrong way no I just mean well and one of it because someone I don't remember who um wrote a think piece about like how whenever they watch Star Wars, they always root for the... The Empire. Uh, for the Empire. Sure. Uh, and it was like, yeah, I guess they never explicitly say, like, you know, don't root for the Empire. Yeah. And so it's possible that if you're a fucking nut job, that, like, you would root <laughs> for the bad guys. Or not the bad guys. You would see them as the good guys. Yeah. Um, I and mean, I don't know. It, it, it just... 
it's such a clear dichotomy to me, right? That yeah. The, they're Nazis. Like, that's, a, that's an <laughs> obvious... That seems like an... Well, Nazis we have don't. all this fucking talk right now, but, like, is it okay to punch a Nazi? I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no. He's a Nazi! Yeah, well, actually, and there's a part in the movie, it's, uh... God, what's the name? Is it Scott Lee? My, I it's something Lee. It's something the one, Lee. The one whose daughter was was yeah. killed. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and there, so so the whole town. There's there's literally only one business in the whole town, and it seems to be a a bar, and maybe there's food. It's definitely a bar. <laughs> uh, they had Sprite. I'm pretty sure that was a pretty big. Yeah, I think they have bottles of Sprite and beer from like the 60s. Um, <laughs> But this is where they, they congregated. Like, everyone in this town literally knows each other. They all are friends, and they hang out. And so Lee is definitely his last name. He said something like, because someone was making a case as to why to feel bad for Cobb or why to, like, sympathize with him, like, even a little bit. He was like, every time I think about that, like, no. Like, that guy is hateful, and, like, he deserves every ounce mm-hmm, of shit mm-hmm. he gets. And I was like, yes! Like, don't... And it's this whole idea right now of, like, normalizing, too. It's like, good right. for you, dude. Like, don't normalize and try and, like, be symbiotic with this dude. Like, it's not gonna work. So, so there was... Another thing I hadn't noticed the first time I saw it um, is that towards the end, right, so Cobb leaves and he sells a bunch of his land, and we meet this guy who we haven't met for the entire movie, um who's like just working on a car who buys the land and he's kind of like yeah i never really you know i never really said anything because like just think whatever you want like it doesn't matter you know like who am i to tell you what to think and it's like no 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 no, no. like this is your this is your town like you have to fight for it yeah no when when i saw that guy again this round i was like you cannot give less of a shit like right (laughs) do you well and you just bought land the implications of that land, you do not give a shit about. Like, you're well, just... Well, like, where your land. money went? Like, yeah. you bought it from the Nazis. Like... Right. So let's... So let's, so really fast. So so, so these... So Cobb acquires all this land, and he starts donating it to his buddies and stuff, and this is how they're going to take over the town. So the way that the town kind of tries mm-hmm. to get at them is that none of these pieces of land he's purchased have running water or sewage. And I'm like, that one that one dude and his wife had three kids. So you're telling yeah. me you have five people in a house, three of which are, like, under, what, seven? And, like, for real, you don't have, like, a toilet? Yeah, I mean, that's because... that's the Or thing. running so, water? Like, so, like, they, they say about, you know, how this is where we've chosen to live and, like, you shouldn't be able to drive us out of our homes and, like, all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, no, you didn't choose to live there because that's where you wanted to live. You know, you yeah. would have chosen some place with running water and a flushable toilet. You're not, you're clearly there as a, like, an act of protest or whatever you want to call it. No. As a demonstration. Yeah, because today I was daydreaming about my future house and I was like, fireplace is non-negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that has to be there. <laughs> and, like, me being like, you know what would be great is if the house I buy one day had running water. Like, I'm just, I'm already at that assumption and beyond. That's a, that is a given, is that it's going to have running water. Yeah. Which also, though, that was like, I really, as like a kind of politics nerd, I really loved that, uh, that way of defeating Nazis, right? Because it's like such a simple little law. You can't, you know, it, it can't be misconstrued, right? We're not, yeah. we're not 
uh, going against a specific group where this is a pro health law. This is, you know, like that's like, yeah, I, I don't know. That was, that was fun. That was um, exciting. Cause like they were exercising what they had in their little town to like put through some kind of little tiny little law that they typed up on their little laptop in their little <laughs> barn. It was so cute. But no, do you think they, 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 they have internet or like television? Yeah, they seem like they seemed fine. Okay, million dollar question though. Oh god. They definitely voted for Trump, right? No, I bet they did. I really think they did. No, I bet most of them did. Cuz I'm sure they were like, I don't want to be bothered. Like, well, keep, because, like keep your government out of our 24 person town. We're all good. Well, and in terms of, like, make America great again, if you've had a brush with, like, actual hatred like that, yeah. like, I can see how you might want to make America not hateful. Um, whoops. Yeah. So, do you still want to live in the middle of no place? I was really thinking about that while I was watching. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, like, do I see myself here? I don't know. North Dakota seems a little bit sparse, but I didn't hate their little... Does it? <laughs> just a little bit but like they were all out like taking care of cows you know okay, let's, did let's, you see let's those steaks did you see those steaks he was cooking like they had okay. a nice little life so god forbid oh. someone you're someone you're close to gets arrested for whatever reason okay yeah and they have to they have to go on trial well the nearest courthouse is 102 miles away like that's insanity they, they, they have one business, and how far is it to just get, like, a, a sandwich or, like, anything? I would, okay, I, 20, okay, 24 is a little small for me. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll see you there. I'll see you there. But, but, I don't know, their way of life was fine. <laughs> they're, they're just trying to, you know, like, keep a nice home and, like, provide, and I'm like, yeah, get it. Get it. Mm-mm. Be friends with everybody, too. Like, I want... I don't know. Don't you enjoy the idea of, like, you walk into the couple of public places there are and everyone's your best friend? Like, that's kind of... It's the exact opposite of New York, Jason. No, no, no. I hear that, and I I can see how that'd be fun. Like, I, I, I do like the idea of, like, I live in an apartment building. We all know each other, that kind of thing. But sure. also, okay, so you live in a, a, a town of 24 people. Everyone knows everything that happens. Like, everything all the time. Yeah. Like, the good and the bad. And yeah. that would drive me insane. See, and I love to gossip, so it, it, right, but there, it would be it's great. Like, it's, like, not even gossiping because it's just like, oh, did you did you see that Emily got a new dress? Yeah, that was three weeks ago. It's the only thing she's done in the past three weeks, but I know... Yeah. The exact shape. No, and it's color. It's small. I would I would care for somewhere larger. Um so no, I don't I don't think I'd move What's the what's the minimum? Yo, I don't know. I'm i I'm still <laughs> I'm still working it all out. I'm still working it all out, but it's on my mind every day. <laughs> like I actually I literally wrote this down as an idea for a TV show. And it's mm-hmm. called and it was like a girl learns how to be a farmer from the internet. <laughs> like, that's the whole concept. It's just every day, like, Googling a new thing. <laughs> like, how to how to raise chickens. And then and then you learn that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I'd watch it. 
Small town, no running water. I'm just White trying supremacy. to. Right. Oh, that was that was the theme of the documentary. And then and then the undoing of it all, right? Which is that. So there's this old guy, who. So th- there there's seven charges of terrorizing, right? And basically, the idea is that these people were scared for their lives when Cobb showed up to their houses. And, like, that's the crux of the charge. And then this one guy, you know, strong ego, yeah, whatever, fragile Old masculinity, yeah. has to come out and be like, no, 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 I don't want you, I wasn't afraid. And then suddenly the whole thing falls the fuck apart. Yeah. Which, here we go, this is what this, this documentary is really about. It's about how the fucking justice system at this, like, just like in a sliver can be like the best thing or the worst thing in terms of defeating terrorists. It's true. And it's super annoying because that guy pissed me off. I'm like, I was like, you are just an old man who's like seen way too much in his heyday and like you're bored and also your ego's still huge. Like that's all that this dude was. Can we call him Lou? I think his name is Lou. So, Definitely wasn't, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's fine. So Lou, yeah, had to be a big shot about it. And I don't know. To me, it's it sucks that the other peoples didn't still hold it up to the same degree. Yeah. It seems you like know, six counts should, yeah, <laughs> should still <laughs> suffice. But yeah, so this guy wanted to run his mouth and act like he could take these guys, which was never the fucking question. It wasn't, can you take them? Like... Right. Everybody had a gun. I'm sure any of them could have, like, nutted up. But then, then you're a criminal. Um, no, he really pissed me off. I was like, I wish you would have just kept your mouth shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then he said he would lie. That was the other part that I think right. made the lawyer feel like he had some sort of responsibilities. That the guy was like, oh, well, I feel this way, but I'll make sure I say it differently on trial. And it's like, you can't. That's, that's not how. That's real shady, man. Like, and if that's the case, you should keep that thought inside. <laughs> like, so, so I just like googled Craig Cobb just like uh, to see what he's uh, see what he's up to, and this like fight in Leith is still ongoing. He he like sued Leith over so uh, when he was in jail they demolished his home, um, and he sued them for it, and like is claiming housing discrimination. He got kicked out of some place called Landa, which is not something I know what it is. So probably some place in North Dakota, and he's claiming discrimination and all sorts of stuff. Like he is still an active menace well, to society. And the thing was, so they got footage of him while he was in prison, and and it was actually a cool interview. It was like right up close, and he just kind of like yeah. said everything about himself. He was like, I probably have Asperger's, and I'm like, that's very aware of you. Right. Um, but he says, he was like, I wish, you know, I'm like an old guy. I'm clearly older, and like, I wish they would just look at me and say like, oh, that's just some old can- cantankerous crazy guy, like, just let him be. And I'm like, if you were just only being crazy in your own little household, like, I'm sure mm-hmm. people would let you be. But, like, you can't play the victim and be that vocal and in people's face. Like, you can't. Right. And that's it's the thing. Like, like he played the grandma victim. When Grandma says something at the Thanksgiving table, we all laugh and chuckle. When Grandma makes a sign and starts walking around the neighborhood, you know, no, vandalizing things. get her back things. in. Yeah, come back, come back in the house. Yeah, we, get we, her back in the house. Like, you <laughs> can't let grab that... Grandma. Yeah. So, and that's the thing that pissed me off. It's just, like, watching this old white guy play a victim for an entire movie. I was like, just, Mm -hmm. you need to stop. 
Um, but that was interesting. He was like, I'm just some old cantankerous whatever the fuck. And I'm like, ugh. Well, and like, this was obviously more um, explicit, but uh, there's something in the post-Trump era very odd about watching white nationalists, white supremacists uh, take over a government, even if it's a small one. Even via their totally legal and maybe fucked up way of voting for things. Oh, you think Putin was involved? I don't think I don't think Putin would in do Leith? anything in Leith. No, there's oil in Leith, man. Someone wants it. That's actually a really good point. Thank you. I just um, thought of it right now. That... <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. that and, and like that was, I guess, actually that was he said that was part of the reason he uh, chose Leith was because. Um, although white supremacists could get jobs really easily. Yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely watched other things where people are flooding in North Dakota, other parts mm-hmm. of it, for the same exact reason. Like, there's a right. it's a shit place to live in certain parts, but there's money and jobs. So, but it's, that's not that's not what life's all about. No, it's about building a fire <laughs> in your home that you oh. built. No, I thought it was I thought it was about cocaine and women. Yeah, in that, in that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I definitely forgot how it ended. Like coming back to watch it, I thought there was mm-hmm. some great resolution. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's and there's really not. There's really not. And the first time it really made me angry, um, but this time it was okay. Oh, side note. Sorry for so many side notes. I feel like I'm kind of scatterbrained. This is uh, another documentary that was uncomfortable to watch on the train. Oh, same, because (laughs) why don't we both share our experiences? Because I also watched this on the train. Well, so on the way home today uh, from work, I was watching it in a crowded train, like super packed. Sure. And uh, I I got to the point where uh, they kept like piling things. Sure. Um, and, And I like you know, held the phone up real close to my face. I didn't want anyone to see. But then I was like, well, if I really pretend like, you know, if I really act like I don't want people to see, then people will think I must be watching some kind of propaganda video. Like, I should just, like, let it out and, like, let everyone see. Um, But then what I settled with was I would just tap the screen every once in a while so that the little, um, like, play and, like, Netflix-y kind of stuff would show up so people would know, like, it's just Netflix. Right. That was smart. Um, Because I just... I just dealt with it. Uh, I was on the train watching it during the part where that Kenyan, Kenyan dude. That lover boy, yeah. Um, so anyway, first of all, dude dresses like an SS officer, basically. Right. Uh, he's He has a Hitler mustache, uh, straight up, and... And he was he was putting out all of his white nationalist flags when I was on mm. the train. So, mm. so it's like the whole screen is covered in like swastikas and like fucked up flags. And I'm like, this is this is exactly how I want this to be. Did you get a sense at all though with the flag thing, where it was like almost just like fucked up Boy Scouts? Yeah, because like the, most of those flags, I'm like ne- never seen, don't know, don't care. Where's that from? Right. Yeah. It was just kind of like a fun little you know club thing we're just flags and i don't know whatever don't be a white supremacist that's the moral of the story yeah if you take one thing away from this it would, <laughs> Listen, it would be if that you, 
if you take one thing away from this, is like, you know, just be, just be tolerant of others and accept one another and be a good person. It's like really fucking simple. <laughs> no, that's how I feel about it, and that's my frustration with like the current state of affairs. It's like, don't be a dick. Just be yeah. nice. Just be nice to people and accept people. And punch Nazis. Yes. <laughs> because that video, I, I I'll watch it a million times. I think it's I think it's really if it, it's amazing because I think ten years ago, nothing would have brought this country together more than watching a Nazi get punched. Did that you, used to be America's did, favorite pastime. Did you see that he got punched twice that day? I did see that he Wasn't got punched Wasn't that great? Twice. Oh. And I just have to, I just can't wait until, like, I'm 70 and I'm still hearing stories about 90-year-old uh, Richard Spencer getting punched in the face. It'll be something we'll, we'll laugh at for many, well, hopefully. Hopefully we can still laugh at it <laughs> in six months. Let's just take it six months at a time. Take it, just take it six months at a time. That's how I'm feeling. Anyway. Yeah. Goody. Hey, that was a podcast. Sure was. was, We talked about a documentary, which is the main mission of this podcast. Uh, You can follow us all over the place. Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Tumblr, uh, LinkedIn. Um, um, I'm really blanking on it. I'm not. Stitcher. It, iTunes, iTunes, iTunes is the word whoa. I was looking for. You know, the grand, the, the granddaddy of them all. Um, I'm at JC Casman. Emily is at EM Toby. Our music is by our friend Jonathan O'Grady. Um, hey, you know, if you like this, just like you could tell someone. Tell a it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. And if you don't like it, you can still tell a friend. Um, maybe they'll like it, or maybe they'll hate it, and you will have done your job. Also, maybe you'll lose a friend that way. There's no, there's no telling. But like, some you may have too many. Some people do. Definitely not me. Not me. Um, <laughs> next week, we're watching a documentary that I don't know anything about, uh, and I just quickly Wikipedia it to see whether it's going to be about the same thing as Welcome to Leith, and I don't think so. Good. But it looks, it looks crazy. This is brought um, to us by our, uh, our good friend, right? Good friend, friend of the podcast, great, great kid. His name is uh, Ryan, like, Ryan Kenny. I was um, like, are we going to say his name or should we just no, tip no, no. <laughs> He's very good. He's a good he boy. He hair. Uh, he's about probably six feet tall, maybe less, maybe 5'11". He's, Snark- he's a tall snarky. guy. Yeah. So snar- oh, snarky as fuck. Um, super, super kind of scary, intimidating, imposing. Um, uh, does a great impression of Robert Durst. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> anyway, he does. what anyway, is it called? This, What's this it called? Ryan and the uh, oh yeah, the documentary is called Hypernormalization. Normalization is capitalized. It's hyper capital N normalization. It's a BBC documentary available for free in its entirety on YouTube. Um, I love it's free. I love that it's on YouTube, and I love that it's from the BBC. You know what they say, if it's good, it's probably, it's probably... British. Okay, um, uh, I got a quote. Uh, uh, this documentary is about white supremacy, so uh, it's an Audre Lord quote. Uh, she said, There is no such thing as a single-issue documentary. 
because we do not live single-issue lives. Wow. Okay, but it's actually, there's no such thing as a single-issue struggle. Okay. I just... No, it's good. No, I think the, it was important to say the true one because it was also very good. Yeah. Um, did you hit stop? <laughs>